Hey, bitch, you're listening to Gay Propaganda. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good riddance, everyone. Happy Tuesday. It's Gay Propaganda here. I'm Justin. And I'm Mason. And we're here to give you just another classic episode. But first, we wanted to talk to you guys about our weekend because we kind of had a moment this weekend. Yeah, so Thursday this week, Justin and I kind of randomly decide... Let's just go to the bar, just the two of us. Yeah, we were in my room, like, feeling some type of way. So we decided to go, and it turns out to be a drag show. Period. We and, were kind of and pleasantly excited. I was so excited. excited. I haven't seen drag in, like, forever, honestly. Because of the whole panty. The panty. So yeah. <laughs> we are, you know, just hanging, having a couple of drinks, sitting at the bar, watching this drag See show. See a couple friends. Yeah. Great time. It was all. really, really fun. But so fucking cool. They, they were kind of were doing that thing where, like, they're walking around the talking bar. to the audience. Yeah, with like the mics. Getting a little interaction going on. Just, yeah. you know, bullshitting, throwing little <laughs> jokes. Like what we do on the potty, but in real life, <laughs> I promise. So they eventually well, they started asking people like who they wanted the next drag performer to perform to. You know, you could like pick, you know, Britney, Kesha, whatever the fuck you wanted. And then they make their way over to us and we got some things to say we have a suggestion the the drag queen the this is like the main girl hosting the whole event type of thing and she's like yeah they have a podcast called gay propaganda i listen to it four hours while i work and we're like ah! like a, a <laughs> listener we had no idea or like On a cute mic. little like columbus <laughs> like drag queen you're so excited it was so cute they ended up like shouting it out like multiple times like throughout three the show. times throughout the whole thing they like closed out the night being like have a good night be sure to follow gay propaganda on spotify yeah. <laughs> And I was in the bathroom when they said that. I was trying to pee really bad. Guys, I have bad pee shy. So, like, it was taking me probably three minutes just standing at the urinal. <laughs> and I hear them go, like, be sure to stream gay propaganda. I zip my pants, run out there, act <laughs> like I'm a celebrity or some shit. I'm, like, waving. Hi, it's me. But, it was so cute. It, felt, it did feel, like, I don't know. Because, like, we kind of just chill in the room and, like, chit-chat yeah. on here. But it was, like, fun that, like... They knew about it and they were talking about it's it. It's cool to see random people that we don't really interact with on the daily listen to us talk nonsense bullshit. It's so you know fun. What I mean? It's because all you guys are like sharing it with people and stuff. So thank you. And Mason was actually at a table with like her friends for a second. I was alone, Lone Ranger, sipping my drink. I felt like a fucking loner. And all <laughs> of a sudden I see like this group of a hag and two fags just sitting next to me. And I see the hag go to the fag and was like, just do it. Just do it, bitch. Just do it. And he turns to me. He's like, by the way, I love your podcast so much. And then his other friend comes around to me and was like, he literally dies for gay propaganda. I get in the car to go to the fucking mall and he's got gay propaganda on the ox. And I'm like, oh my God. And they start talking to us about Lumberjack. Mason comes over and it was just a pleasant, beautiful experience. Like, I'm happy that y'all are listening it's to so us. It's so cute. It's Still fun here. watching the little like <laughs> gay propaganda community come grow. together. Yeah. <laughs> we need a name for the fans. So send suggestions. Yes. Send some suggestions for like the gang, like the daddy gang, call her daddy. I mean, that's a classic. It name. is classic. 
So send us in some suggestions. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. But um, we ended the night by getting the phone numbers of these hilarious, so cute drag queens. And I think we're going to have them on the show. So these two drag queens, that we, we got their numbers. It's me and Mason in some wigs and some makeup in a <laughs> fucking rocket outfit. They're going to be funny. We're excited. And we kind of are loving this idea of having guests. And we've we've been in some talks with some other people too. So y'all gotta get ready because we got some goodies coming for you in the next like month or two. Yeah, I'm really excited. They're fucking funny. I cannot yeah. wait. To, like I was cr- like crying the entire <laughs> night that they were talking on their mics. So really, really excited about that. It was so cute and like reassuring or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a classic night a very nonetheless. Classic night. <laughs> but kind of getting into today's episode and tea on myself because I need a fucking rant to y'all. So I don't know if y'all have heard the Valentine's Day boo episode, but I've kind of been on this guy. Okay. I've been pussy whipped <laughs> to the max, bitch. It's kind of embarrassing. And it's not, he's not even like the most like stunning, amazing, perfect guy. It's just like something about him's got caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And he didn't ask me to be his Valentine, just a little synopsis of that episode. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck this guy, bam, fuck you, bitch. And he has since then asked, texted me and asked to hang out. And I'm pussy whipped, guys. I am blinded by the, I am dickmatized <laughs> by Mr. Boothing. Yeah, guys, this kid just like treats Justin not like shit because I don't think it's like so intentional i just think he's just like a little bit of a bore and so he just like kind of just like is doing whatever just like do you want to hang out and trust guys you can tell with the way he texts me yeah it's like once every six hours hi and that's what it is he asked me the other day he was like hey like what are you doing tonight and i was like nothing like what are you doing he's like i worked 11 let's hang out and when a guy says like let's hang out Mm -hmm. You're kind of like quitting plans, done. I'm there. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hot. It's just, it's sexy. So I'm like, I am there. Just text me when you're off work. So he texted me at 11 and was like, it'll be a little later, but like, I'm still down. I'm like, purr, bitch. I'm ready. Coochie out. Like, shave <laughs> to the max. I'm ready for you. And so he texts me at like 12 then. And it's, so it's an hour after we're supposed to hang out. He's like, okay, I have to like shower and eat. And I'm like, perfect. I'm just chilling in bed, smoking. Just hit me up and I'm there. And it kind of was sad, guys, because Justin and I were like hanging out and Justin had to <laughs> drive me home. So I was like, okay, well, like if you're going over there, like, you know, you can just take me like right before you go. So Justin like drives me home. We like stop hanging out, which is always so sad. And, and- you know it's serious with a guy if I'm stopping hanging out with Mason for him, I promise. <laughs> like, I don't do that, y'all. I don't do that for a hookup at all. <laughs> if I'm stopping hanging out with Mason, put a ring on it, period. Yeah, so, but then he ended up. <laughs> Never coming through. So he, yeah. So he texts me and he's like, I'm showering. I got to eat, but baby, come over right after. I'm ready for you. And he texts me like one. And I actually am just going to pull up the transcript. This is traumatizing. So he texts me at one and he goes, I am 100% sure someone knocked on the bathroom door and I can't leave. I'm so scared. Like he thought that was an intruder. (laughs) 
And me and Mason have been talking about like intruders at night because guys, I know y'all feel the same. If you're alone at night at home and it's dark out, you whenever you're going into your room, you're turning those bedrooms on. You're checking that closet. You're checking under the bed, double checking to make sure there's no one in there. I don't check though. I have to. I'm so paralyzed with fear <laughs> that I just like won't check. Like even so as a you're kid, just, like, I'm like, in the, I'm yeah. like monster scales <laughs> fangs underneath the bed. I'm positive. Lions and tigers and bears are mine. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm too afraid to look at it. So I just ignore it and pray I don't get killed. I am so scared that I am like not going to look at it, go to bed, and then my eyes are going to open to some guy in a ski mask and a knife just stabbing the fuck out of me. So I yeah. got to check. <laughs> But anyways, I I understood his fear. But then again, we're supposed to be hanging out. It's 1 a.m. Yeah. And so I'm like, is this supposed to be some kind of like excuse? Like I didn't I was I wasn't quite sure. I think he was like stalling time. And at that point, I'm like, okay, it seems very fuckboy at this point. So I was I texted him back like 10 minutes later. I'm like, OMG, wait in your house. And then he goes at 1.30. So whole Okay, I have a foot scraper. I'm going to investigate. (laughs) I wish y'all could see, like, the face of disgust that I have. Like, go investigate. I ain't investigating your pants anymore, bitch. We're done. Over. I feel like he just only sends, like, texts that, like, you would send, like, if you were, like, really close. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. Like, and you're, like, really comfortable. And, and, like, if I texted you, you'd be like, bitch, I'm about to go search in with my (laughs) foot scraper. That would make sense. Pray for me, bitch. And be kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him... Ignoring the fact they're supposed to come over <laughs> again. and again, uh-huh. and you guys are like still in this like weird thing, and then he just is like, "I'm gonna go get them with my foot scraper." Guys. I hate it. And he's done it before. <laughs> he's like canceled on plans, like late at night and everything. So I knew the fucking vibes going on. I knew I wasn't going over there. <laughs> I knew that he was too scared to have a fucking intruder. And bitch, invite me over. I'll fucking punch him in the face. I don't give a fuck. I'll protect. Yeah, that's the perfect opportunity to I be like, protect I'm scared. Like, oh, you should come over. I'm like home alone. I'm scared. Yeah. Oh, precious. Nope. Yep. No, none of that. No cuddles, no hugs, no kissy kissy, no watching Shits Creek at night like we always do. Guys, his go to is to turn on Shits Creek every time we're hanging out cuddling. I'm over it. I've seen every episode, every season. Favorite TV show, I would say. But it's giving me office vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate when people, like, get hung up on a show for, like, too long. Does that make sense? Like, I hate, hate The Office. And I've seen The Office, and I've laughed at The Office. And I've cried at The Office. (laughs) However, it's the past. Like and Parks it, and Rec, same vibe. We should move on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's Grey's new Anatomy. Show. Literally, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy gays. And there's you like can 20 try, fucking seasons you can try of Grey's Anatomy. Me. Literally, fuck that. No, it's so I haven't over. seen a single episode of Grey's Anatomy I in my watched life. some of it in like high school over like winter break. The first season's like a couple episodes. And okay. I watched like the whole first season. It was like four episodes. How'd you, how'd you dig it? How'd you like it? I, why would I want to watch that? <laughs> they're just all like depressed and they're just like stressed out working in like a hospital. People are just dying. I just feel like everyone's just negative. I'm like, <laughs> I do not fuck with this show. I think it's so stupid. It's giving soap opera. Yeah, yeah. it is 100% giving soap opera. I hate it. But anyway, enough of that. yeah. <laughs> Shit's Creek. He needs to Shit's move on. Shit's Creek, move on. And I need to move on because. 
I am usually, and I've hinted at this before, I'm usually the fuck boy person. I am the fuck boy, okay? I will ghost. I will sometimes lead people on. Mm -hmm. I will not reply. I am horrible at texting. Y'all know the vibes there. This was a man that had me by his fucking cock, okay? <laughs> he had he had a gorilla grip on my neck, <laughs> and I did whatever he told me to do. And so here I am being the fuck boy, and I am just <laughs> caught off guard, don't know how to handle it, don't know what to do, but thought that we should do an episode on how to turn an original hookup a boo thing. You, you you hook up with this guy. How to turn that into your man, your one and only. And guys, we have a whole episode about flirting with people online and Insta DMs, Twitter, mm-hmm. Snapchat, all of Emojis. it. It's called yeah. Kiss Me Through the Phone. So if y'all need a little assistance there, mm-hmm. we gave a little bit of some tips and talks. That's like the pre-stage to what we're about to go through. Yeah. yeah. So that's first. And then... All of that is said and done, and it is night one at the boy's house. Night one. So you're going to the hookup. You plan the hookup. You guys have been flirting online for a little bit. You maybe got some nudes. You know what you're getting (laughs) to. This is night one. So I think the obvious question is how much you given up night one? This is the question. And I feel like this is one of the most, like, heated debates no one can agree on it. Mm-mm. This <laughs> is something that will always go unanswered. There's no direct answer to this, guys, because every situation is unique. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, you know, what you're comfortable with and stuff. Uh-huh. However, personally, <laughs> um, I, I don't really like to do things um, slow. Half-ass. <laughs> so... I am the type of girl that possibly on night one, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just do what I want to do. I do what I want to do. Hate, I hate the thing that if you, like, have sex with somebody on the first night. It's over. That they instantly are going to know that you're not serious and blah, 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 blah. Because I think that's such a misconception. I think so, too. I also think it's a little bit different being gay. I People don't care quite as much about that. Hookup culture in the gay world is mm-hmm. fucking huge. It's different. Grinder. I mean, come on. It's an app mm-hmm. for getting your booty slammed. So. I think that if y'all are both feeling each other and loving it like do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. i there's no need for like if i do this it won't whatever my do whatever you want. my okay here's my thoughts on the whole putting out what you got going on <laughs> up in there if you're going over there so i used to be like you kind of like i don't give a fuck like i'm putting out period okay <laughs> like if i think they're hot i want my booty slam that's it done done deal but I've been like recently, like if I don't necessarily have to, it's like if it's going good night one and you're like, holy shit, something's happening here. And it's not necessarily the vibe to just like go to town. Then I think I'm holding out a little bit. I, I think that I agree with that. And I like respect to everything. (laughs) I, I feel like part of that is like just growth as an as a person. Well, like I, as you get older, you probably are like you know gonna probably not do that quite yeah. as much, and it's just more some of that type of thing. I kind of went whole phase smack, and then I started dating my boyfriend. So uh-huh. I never really had the like 
growing out of that. Uh-huh. So I would just be doing that. <laughs> I've had ho phase boyfriend, ho phase boyfriend, ho phase guys. I'm in a ho phase right now. Someone needs to lock me up. But yeah, I feel like it's just kind of like whatever you want to do. And I, but I do think that maybe not the full picture can be cute. It leaves something to wait for. I so I get that. And honestly, that leads into like answering that leads into what how you're acting during the hookup and like what you guys are saying. And I feel like we need to really go into depth there because you can't be kind of over the top. You kind of like got to leave some mystery. The questions got to come naturally. It can't be an autobiography type of moment. No. You really got to let it be like an interview. I turned myself down like notches, Ten notches. on My that type of stuff. Down. Yeah. My pants down. Yeah, I turned everything down. You have to make yourself unique and like stand out in mm-hmm. a way that isn't just you with your pants off. Yeah. You know? And I feel like the first night too, it's like Maybe not like the most like deep conversations. No. Just kind of like chill, like kind of like living. You're in not the bringing moment. up Grandma Cheryl's cancer. No, no, night no, no, one, no. I promise. <laughs> With that, you gotta flirt. Your flirt level has to be on a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're talking like a hookup, you know, going to someone's house just to like chill at their house, you know, that type of thing. I mean, you're like, you're just playing it cool, chill casual conversation don't reach for stuff if there's quietness let it be a little bit like i think that you have to let that normal quietness that happens with just anyone be completely less awkward on night one and i think that's like a big like mistake that people make on like first dates and things like that is that people are so like never want any quiet moment anything like that Mm -hmm. so they're like pulling shit out of thin air to say and then that's when like you're like being like weird and like oversharing and stuff because like even with like your friends and like you know your partner whatever like quiet moments happen when people are together Mm -hmm. especially if you're together for a while you know we're not saying to go Helen Keller on his ass but we're saying like you gotta let that quiet that natural quietness just happen Mm -hmm. ride it out and then go from there don't speak unless it's worth it yeah (laughs) (laughs) Don't speak now. (laughs) Just speak when you can. (laughs) Hi, Taylor Swift. (laughs) And then another big question about night one that you have to ask yourself is how long are you staying? Are you sleeping over? Oh, this is up for debate. I feel... And I don't know if this has a right or wrong answer either. I think there's 100% a right answer to this. (laughs) If you don't spend the night at someone's house... Forget it. Y'all, I am so on the train of just slumbering at their house. Well, I'll sleep anywhere. And also, like, if you're going to someone's house in the middle of the night and you are in a bed naked laying down, you think I'm going to get up and leave? That's so weird. If if you're, this is the thing. If you're leaving after the hookup at night, say it's like 2 a.m. and you're leaving I really think that that's a sign that it might not work they out. Were, it was literally, they wanted to hook up with a body. A body that's all body, you were, yaddy, yaddy, which yeah. is fine, mm-hmm. but that's all you were. Even if, if you're they staying have worked, the night, that's the first, like, they're somewhat interested at least. Uh-huh. If they're waking up early, you're waking up early. Mm-hmm. You're getting coffee in the morning. Yeah. So you go to your new man's house. Y'all do the thing. Whatever you got to do, you do it. 
You have those combos. You have that silence. You have those cuddles, baby. You have all the cuddles in the world. You're being the big and the little spoon tonight. <laughs> You're switching up positions for him. You're sleeping over. You shall. You are. You are sleeping over. We're telling you now. What do you do next? Step two. That's the follow up. And this is big, guys. Biggie. You have to, I think, send a little I had fun type of sitch. Smiley face. If you want it to go anywhere. Totally. Because if you don't. The next step. Yeah. If you don't say anything, it immediately, I feel like, goes to that was just that and it's done. But a little follow up, not right away, definitely like three o'clock. Yeah, midday. Later in the day, like, I was thinking about it. I had Mm -hmm. so much fun last night. Like, whatever. And who knows? Like, sometimes you're going to be in a sitch where you're going to wake up and they're going to already be asking you to hang out again. (laughs) So that follow-up is just going to be 10 times easier to do. You might even be doing that follow-up when you're hanging out the next day. Mm -hmm. Who knows? And I think it's important to take a little moment before you send your follow-up text, maybe after. Who cares? To ask yourself how you're feeling about maybe a relationship, maybe a little having a boy around. What did you think of him? So after that night one, figure out what you want. (laughs) Make sure you know what you want, what you need in life. Follow up. And then you have, you know, your few days. You got to keep that texting up. Keep that flirting up. You're following them on all socials. Memes galore. (laughs) (laughs) Sending songs. Replying to the story. Mm, Yeah. yeah, That's when all of this behavior starts to pick up. And then it is time to plan to hang out a second time. For a round two. And Justin, what do you think a round two looks like? This is another. I know we're saying this about every step, but this is a vital step. Because I personally think round two should be identical to round one. Maybe you're switching up houses. Maybe you're watching a different show, playing a video game this time. You got some treats involved. I don't know. But I think this should be almost identical to round one to make it like less awkward. Because both people have been in the situation already, yeah. so you're a little bit more comfortable with mm-hmm. it and you know kind of what to expect. So I agree, like, earlier on, it's, like, nice to do, like, at least a second and maybe third of, like, the same exact thing. We both know the vibes going on here. Don't be going to Olive Garden. No. On round actually, two. Why would you even <laughs> say that, guys? Never, ever <laughs> take anyone to Olive Garden. No. Ew. Take him to Chili's, though. Me. Take me to Chili's. <laughs> Not Chili's. Round two, round three, round one. I, I don't give a fuck. I want to go. I hate for like oh, chain, like suburb restaurants. But you haven't even had Chili's in I've your mouth. I've had Chili's. No, you haven't. Oh, you have. I've had Chili's. You've had Chili's. <laughs> that shit just hits the spot. <laughs> it's good, but I just could never imagine picking it first. Oh, guys, if you want to just surprise me with some loving, send me some Cajun <laughs> chicken pasta to the house with a cookie skillet on top, baby. That's all I need in life. So as you finish step three, you make your way home. You had a cutesy little second, maybe third hangzy with this boy. Mm-hmm. Now comes the time to plan an actual date. Step four. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is where it starts to get fucking serious. But this is a very exciting moment, too. I think it's so cute. I get nervous as fuck being like, I don't know where to go. 
what to do, mm-hmm. how to ask it. And it's also so, so important right here. Before you do something bold, before you ask them on a date, whatever you're about to do, please check yourself. <laughs> oh, guys, we say this again and again, but every step you have to take a moment and check no, yourself. No, not even like, I mean, yourself, yes, but uh-huh. make sure that that's something they're wanting. It's okay. You can tell. Yeah. People oh, want to pretend yeah. like you can't tell and they act <laughs> surprised when people don't want to take it to the next step and shit. We knew. Everyone knew the way you were talking about it. You know what I mean? And even if you guys are just hanging out at night so far, mm-hmm. even if it's like round three, you're still getting your smush in at night, but you still have those connections and you can tell. Like you can fucking tell. Yeah. And you think that a date would be worthy, fucking just say it. Yeah, my boyfriend made like he waited for like everything so i really had to do it all Mm. which is kind of nice i was like newer out and so he was like worried about like stressing me out but yeah i asked him on our like first date and we went to the movies which yes that's such a perfect idea (laughs) i feel like it's maybe kind of childish but like i think the movies are a great first date because it's the same thing as like hanging out almost like you Mm. have been doing because there's something on so you don't have to talk quite as much (sighs) but you're still like together and then you could hold hands in the movie theater buy them popcorn buy the popcorn (laughs) even in pandora's box the movies are still open (laughs) what (laughs) the pandemic oh (laughs) yes the movies movies are are still still open open in pandora's box and you can go and get yourself a ticket they still got popcorn they still got that fucking slushy don't you worry i think that movies are a stellar like first date maybe like movies and some ice cream Mm because your boy loves fucking ice cream yeah we got we went to the movies and they got food after. But yeah. the movie we saw was fucking horrible. But that's perfect because then you can just talk Be about like, how horrible it's so bad. It ended up being fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a <laughs> recommendation from a bitch I'll never trust you again. You gotta tell us what it is. But is the it? movie... What, what fucking movie did you see, James? Was none other than Isn't It Romantic starring Rebel Wilson. <gasps> And you know what? I w- is that the one where she fall up, falls off the soul cycle bike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was so stupid and naive to even think that. that that would have been a fine movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I should have just To saw. buy a ticket to see it and then go sit down and see it. And I literally said, like, oh, my friend said it was, like, good. It was, like, kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, like, end of the day, it was kind of, like, just whatever. good, chill movie. Uh-huh. But... That was neither of like <laughs> our vibe, which was fun to find out though. So it yeah. ended up working. And but. it's Rebel Wilson. You can just, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I was embarrassed not because much to I say picked the movie. Yeah. So whatever. I think movies, I think just something so chill and cash like that, do not be scheduling a resi no, on, on the first so date, scary. guys. Especially from a hookup. We're not talking here again about like Tinder, Hinge. So y'all plan your kiki, you go to the kiki, and you have a kiki. And you're feeling the vibes. It's working. Something's clicking. You know that this man's is about to be like something serious. Step five determines the outcome of this little moment. You know what I mean? So like if you're if you're not asking them to hang out and going on dates and shit, it's probably going to just die out. And not saying that it has to end in a fucking relationship. Yeah, Y'all I mean, do sometimes what the fuck you, you can do. have, like, 
just like little like things, yeah. which is fine. But that's what I'm saying about mm-hmm. the like little check yourself thing. Uh-huh. If you just want it to be like that, cool. But I have this problem where I'll get to step four. So I'll like go on that date and have that moment. And honestly, I a lot of times have a good time. But the step five part is where I completely ghost guys. This is where I'm like, Justin, this ain't what you want to do. You're not feeling those vibes completely. You got to get out. And I fucking ghost them, guys. That yeah. is not what you should do. No. That is not the <laughs> advice I'm telling you guys to give. What I want to say is that if it's not, you hang out with them and it didn't really click as much as you want, you don't want to be spending this time on them, just let them know. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer that than someone just to stop talking to me. And I'm experiencing that and it's making <laughs> me just reconsider and second guess what I've done in the past. And like that's so easy just to say I am in a place where I'm not really looking for a relationship or like I don't really know what I'm uh-huh. doing right now. I'm just busy. Like busy. I don't, And I don't want to waste your time. If you that have- goes a long way. <laughs> and sometimes when you do that to people, they might say, hey, that's cool. Like, and be fine with it just kind of being like a casual when you can type totally. of thing. So that's why communication is always is so key. important. Because <laughs> a lot of times when you do just communicate things, people maybe are feeling the same way. Uh-huh. And like, it's not as like scary as you're making it out to be in your head, you know? And communication is not that hard. And I've learned it the hard way. Guys, if you have been personally victimized and ghosted by yours truly, I am coming out right now and making a public statement and I am saying sorry and that I just, I feel terrible for what I have put you through (laughs) and I send you all the loves in the fucking world and maybe something will spark again between me and you because I am still looking for my hubby. Mm -hmm. So hold out faith and I might be back. But don't ghost. And I kind of feel like after a couple of those hangs, and especially after the first date, and you're at this point, I think that communication should be, like, pretty open. I hate when people just always are obsessed with the way you are on the first date. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? They want to keep up that cool. They want to keep up that waiting however long to reply to stuff. Like, just say how you feel. I think it makes things so much easier text for Text when you want to text. Yeah. Call when you want to call. Let's start FaceTiming, bitches. Okay? <laughs> this is where we're putting face-to-face on the phone, and you're getting a little room action, like, hey, just showered on the FaceTime. Yeah. If you haven't started FaceTiming yet, bitch, put on the camera. Let's go. Put up <laughs> a full beat, and let's get going. Skype, I don't know what you're into, but let's just make sure there's some video calls. You guys are getting real, and when you're getting real... You're meeting the friends. <gasps> Yikes. Scary stuff. This is fucking vital <laughs> for me. It's so important because your friends, I mean, obviously, it's like who you're with. Yeah. And when you start dating someone, it's practically just bringing someone into your friend group a lot of the time. Guys, my friends, we hang out. Me and me, we hang out on the daily especially me and Mace. So here I am when I'm looking for a man's. I got to make sure that man's is for my bestie mace too. <laughs> I got to make sure he's loving all the good stuff about him as well. You know, yeah. you don't want your, be- especially your best friends to be, have any like second thought, but I don't know if you guys have forgotten because you might've gotten loused in the South, but this is still weeks, maybe a month into it. So if your friends are seeing something that is like 
warranting a response to you and having them say something to you, girl, why don't you take a step back Mm -hmm. and think about it? Yeah. If your friends are pointing out X, they can fuck off. But if they're pointing out red flags, a deal breaker and a serial killer. Yeah. (laughs) You're saying something. You're doing some about that. I met my boyfriend's friends like right away. Mm -hmm. And like, that was one of the things that like really, confirmed that I like wanted to be with him because I thought all his friends were so fun and cool. And I just was like, I would love to be like in their group and hang out with them. Like that would be so cool. I think it's like such an important part of dating. Your friends are like your life literally besides your family. So it's like, if they're not going to mesh well, I tell Mason all the time. I'm like, I am so scared to get a boyfriend just because I'm scared like to see how they'll interact and uh, act in the group with my friends. Cause we're some crazy motherfuckers, guys. Yeah, you gotta guys. be strong. <laughs> okay. Like you gotta be a bold personality. I I don't think I was like, I never was like afraid of James's friends. <laughs> like I think that's like why it works. Yeah. Like they kind of were all like pretty like, I don't know the word to describe it. And I mean intimidating yeah. a little bit, but I just was like, I'm the serve. IDC. <laughs> You <laughs> love me no matter what. But and that goes vice versa too. If if you're join if you're looking at their friends or like your friends are maybe more introverted and kind of more chill and the other person or you is very out there, like loud, obnoxious, aka me and Mason. <laughs> um, you should look at that and be like, is that kind of the vibe I want to put myself into whenever we're hanging out? And finally after all that, we make it to the final step, step six. And this is making it official, finding <gasps> the relationship. Ah, you're there, bitch! <laughs> you made it, bitch! Now it's time to pop the question! <laughs> what are you saying? What are you asking them? But what are you asking them? You don't have to ask them to date. You don't have to ask them to marry you. Mm-mm. If you want, then do it. Fine. I'm not stopping you, guys. But this is just making it official on your terms. So, hey, if you want to make it official, like, are we exclusive? That's a way to make it official. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to be like, hey, future boyfie, what's up? Do that. But this is kind of after all that reflection, you're talking, you really know this bitch inside motherfucking out. It's time to make like the actual move. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I keep talking about my boyfriend this episode, but it <laughs> makes sense. But when we were doing all that, I asked him to be exclusive first. And then, mm. so, because I was like, boyfriend seems like scary. I don't want to freak him out. <laughs> so I was like, do you like want to be exclusive? And he was like, oh my God, like, yeah, of course. Cute moment. And then <laughs> me, little me, I was laying there and I was like, so... Is exclusive different than boyfriends? <gasps> and he was like, yeah, I think so. Oh, oh, oh. Cut. So what is <laughs> cut, that like, mean? See, cut like, scene. That was it. I was okay, like, so we're just cool, exclusive. just exclusive. <laughs> we'll just ride that out for a minute. Yeah. And honestly. Damn, that's a power move. I know for him. I was like, okay. And you were like, fuck, I'll wait, I guess. Yeah, Damn. but <laughs> probably better. You know, then we did like a month of that. Mm. And then I was like. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. It's gonna be my boyfriend. Say it how you want. Don't force yourself in a relationship. If they ask you and they want a relationship and you just maybe want to be official for now, say that if you're mm-hmm. not ready. But this is the I moment. I kind of think right jumping here. like straight to like boyfriend 
is a lot. Like, I kind of like the exclusive, even if, like, that's not necessarily something that you're going to announce or, like, you Mm -hmm. know, put on whatever. But it's just, like, a between the two of you, we're only seeing each other. We're interested in each other. We want to see where this is going to go. Just, like, setting a little, like, let's see boundaries yeah it's yeah. almost like a a trial, trial. period <laughs> <laughs> a test drive yeah. one would say, ariana would say yeah just a little like test drive yeah exactly mm-hmm. of what it could be and if you're feeling it and then- honestly this could happen in step five will you keep it up i mean you can when you're texting facetiming you're getting serious this conversation could happen and then step six for you could be that relationship and i think this is so important everything we say we're like oh my god it's so this is the moment but (laughs) i'm for real about this i hate 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 fucking hate it fuck that (laughs) when people (laughs) choose to have serious conversations over texting oh i really hate like a defining their relationship a like asking out a like stuff like that over texting Mm -hmm. i think you're a fucking pussy if you do that (laughs) it pisses me off so bad because you'll be with somebody you know hanging out you're talking all night whatever and then Mm -hmm. the next day they text you some shit about like blah 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 blah, i'm feeling this way like why do you say that if you really felt that say to my face and i think it's like our just the world that we live in Mm -hmm. it's so much like easier to go home and have like a little more confidence and sending a text like that makes total sense but i think it is really it like devalues the conversation i feel like totally like, i didn't feel brave enough or confident enough or i didn't like trust that you would you know receive it well enough for me to say it in person so i'm gonna send the text oh, lock my phone and not I look at it i fucking hate that you know even if you're having those thoughts when you go home mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god i just want to tell them right now bitch no no I, yeah I don't if you like have that. those thoughts you gotta sit on those thoughts let them linger let them boil the water ain't ready yet for that <laughs> pasta and you have to next time you hang out or if you want to give them a facetime call or call i think that's okay i don't oh. seriously uh, i am uh, no electronics <laughs> on on that type of stuff <laughs> Because uh, why do that? But like, why do that? For me, it's like I have been in that moment where after I maybe leave a certain hangout or a date or whatever it might be, I'm like, wow, do I have feelings for that person? Like, that just hit me like a fucking truck. I want to be able to tell them like right away. Well, you can send them another one of those type, like follow up just like i had fun like you were so cute or whatever like just like uh-huh. something that like stuck out just any type of like serious like this is about our relationship type of talk i'm a very come over i'll come over or just like mm-hmm. you know maybe you're gonna see each other in a couple of days and then like it's so much sweeter in person too uh-huh. you can kiss them after yes. and like be sitting next to each other like yeah. i just think it like takes away from it because at that point your dick their booty it's in there their <laughs> dick your booty it's in there cummies floating all around your system in your insides why are you scared to go up to this man and be like hey i kind of have feelings for you no of course you have feelings for you your fucking dick is up when their booty is sitting right on top of you <laughs> like don't be guys it doesn't make sense people get so confident about literally fucking people and they'll do Uh anything be butt ass naked night one and then roommates probably seen you naked walk into the bathroom and then want to send a text (laughs) 
about how they feel. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is like for me, that's a really big red flag. It's like completely conversation over text. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you communication error. Which, not that you can't like talk about like serious things while you text. Like that's whatever. But I think you should. Yeah, but I just mean those like big a talk moments. about us mm-hmm. type of thing. So if I catch any of you texting somebody <laughs> about wanting to be official, wanting to be this and that, like, it's on site. You're getting the chop. <laughs> it's on site. But all in all, hookups, I know they ha- they're happening. I know you're getting your gish in. I know you're on the apps. I know you're seeking out your next bang bang, chicky wang wang. And this episode is not for every hookup. It's not. Okay. We're not saying no. every hookup you have to try to do some like <laughs> reaching to date them type of sitch. Don't. We've all been We're on a one-nighter. <laughs> this is the one-nighter happened uh-huh. and you were feeling it. You were feeling it like extra <laughs> and not even feeling it in the, the downstairs regions, but you were feeling it in the upstairs region. <laughs> this is where you're feeling it in the heart, right in the fucking heart and then the brain. Mm-hmm. And in the full body, baby. <laughs> Go out there though, bitches. I mean, if you had a, if you have a hookup and you feel like they're the one, follow these steps. Step by step. Don't miss a beat. And I think my like maybe parting advice about everything is to be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we love being ourselves on K Propaganda. <laughs> Oh my god. Kind of kidding, kind of not. But also, my actual big thing is to just say how you feel. Okay? Mm. I hate it when there's all types of blurred lines. It's on the page. Never know what people are thinking. Read it and weep. You got to play it cool a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. But as some time passes, loosen the reins up. Talk about uh-huh. things as you feel them. And we know that a lot of this is probably easier said than said done. Said than done. Yeah. <laughs> it is easier. Here I am in my situation, not listening to my own advice. So, yeah, it's easier said than done. It doesn't happen every it's time. It's dependent on it being the right guy, though. It That's is. the thing. Trial and error is mm-hmm. fucking huge. But don't get hung up on a hookup, guys. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, get back on those apps, bitch. Yeah, take your own advice. Uh-huh. Right Set now. the grinder filters no, to whatever you want. No, you. Take oh, your own oh, advice. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we're dropping him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck, are we? Shit. We're dropping him. Okay. All right, guys. Looks like I'm dropping this man. Um, you have to. I'm single. I'm on the market. <laughs> but if you guys are having any boy troubles, any drama, anything y'all need, those DMs are open, open, guys. It's so cute when y'all message us and have, you know, stories and everything. We always check our DMs and reply to people and stuff. So if y'all need something, send it in. Love hearing it. And the handles are Gay, Gay Propaganda, Propaganda HQ, HQ on Twitter and Insta. You can DM us on both places. So Really? Like that conversation we had with those gays at the bar, like just talking about the podcast and like interesting, like it makes a community it, does. it brings so us cute. together and like we want to hear like 
are you using the advice? Did it work? Did it not? Let us fucking know because we're telling you all of our tea. <laughs> Open books up yeah, in here. Yeah, the least y'all <laughs> can do is let us know if it works. You guys know more about my life than my own fucking mother. <laughs> so if you don't be sending shit in right this instant, I'm going to kill you. Okay? <laughs> Send us stuff in. We want to hear about it. We want to talk to you guys. Keep sending questions and advice you want to. We're always open for new ideas for episodes and just to talk in general. So let us know. But we hope y'all are out there getting that boo, mm-hmm. cuffing somebody. It's not exactly uh-huh. cuffing season. I think it's the opposite. It's definitely the uncuffed season. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Bookmark this when you're ready. Bookmark it when you're ready. But if you can't find a boo on Grinder, bitch, I'm right here. Really, I keep saying it, but just hit up the DMs, baby. I'm bored. I'm lonely. <laughs> I need a rebound. <laughs> Shit. Love you guys. We'll see you um, next Tuesday. Subscribe, Ellie. Oh, subscribe. Bye. Apple, Spotify. Bye. <laughs>